Welcome to episode number 10 of the WIM podcast. That's WWIM podcast, Women Who Inspire Me. Our guest today is the smart, beautiful, funny, compassionate, educator, mother, wife, ancient aliens enthusiast, which we'll definitely get to talk to that at some point. <laughs> Alyssa Margoire, thank you for being our guest today. Thanks for how having me. Yeah. Good. How are you? Great. So um, share with our listeners kind of your life story. What led you to become the person you are today? You grew up, Mm. you said not in Westboro. Not in Westboro. No. Um, Born in Maine, lived there a brief time. My parents moved to just over the border to New Hampshire. And then I was there until we were about, I was about seven. We moved to Rhode Island. Um, This was all just my dad kind of chasing different career opportunities. Um, and then we were in Rhode Island for most of my like formative years. So, uh, I think that was probably until I was 14. Okay. So seven to 14 was a lot of years. And in between those years, I mean, we, I remember we moved down there and it was like, we were in one house for a year because we they couldn't find anything to buy, so we rented for a year. And then once that lease was up, we there was still nothing they wanted or something else happened, and we had to find another rental, so we moved again. And one year, the uh, I think we were in the same house for a year or two, and at that point, the district re, like rezoned their schools. So this was a, a town with five different elementary schools, and I went to four out of the five of Whoa. them during the few years we were there. Whoa. And then it was middle school, so I had you know, three years at the middle school. And then right before uh, my freshman year of high school, he took another job up in Massachusetts and we ended up in Westboro. So um, moved around a lot, changed schools every year up until pretty much up until middle school and then again in high school. So I was always the new kid. Um, I had a lot of different teachers, a lot of different buildings that had different, uh, you know, methods of of teaching and and, uh, discipline. That probably helped you as a Becoming a teacher, having well, those I had a lot of different, yeah, a lot of different, and I met so many different people too. Yeah. I think by the time I got to high school, I know, like, I knew which kind of people I wanted to be around, right? And which kind of people I was like, yeah, I'm all set. We're yeah, not, we're not going to be. So in each friends. setting, you could identify. Well, that's a jerk. That's a like. Yeah, somebody. I learned, <laughs> and and I'd also learn not to really hold back too of who yeah. I was. I had to make friends all over again right. every year. So I mean, there's a little bit of like I don't want to like fly my freak flag right away because then everybody's <laughs> like, what a weirdo. We're not going to be friends with her. You give a little time to get to know me and then yeah. I would then I would be silly but um you know I wasn't about to like change who I was it was just right. it was too much uh, that would be too much work siblings doing this with you yes yeah. I have a younger brother and a younger sister okay oh you're the oldest mm-hmm. oh what's that like being the oldest I don't know. No, yeah. First to pave the way for everything, yeah. I guess. A little Do you guys tricky. get along still? Got along then? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, my sister and I shared a room our whole life, oh, so it God. was that was hard for a while. I think, but you know, now that we're all adults, we get along. Yeah, I was yeah. the same. I shared a bed. A uh, bed. Oh my God, a room. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it is in their family. Oh, <laughs> I shared a room with my brother Tom until my brother John went away to college. So yeah. that was. You definitely, I think, gain perspective or gain uh, appreciation for having your own room when you've done that for 18 years. Yeah, absolutely. Where there were my parents actually had to build an addition. There were three of us. We had three bedrooms for seven people. Wow. At one point. So my parents, my sisters had a room then three brothers in one room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. you're growing up with your siblings, you're moving around and then you settle in Westboro. Yes. So that must have been like a relief, like somewhat. Relief, I mean, like... I at that point, though, I was kind of, you know, I was in that angsty teenage years yeah. and I, I didn't want to move. I had right. like really close, tight friends in down in Rhode Island and didn't want to leave them. 
Um, so by the time I got to Westboro, I was like, I'm not even going to bother making any friends. I don't <laughs> want to know anybody anymore because we just leave and then yeah, I yeah, can't right. get attached. Um, but, you know, it, it happens because you yeah. have to have friends. Yeah. Uh, I found I at first Westboro was definitely a culture shock from yeah. where I had come from. <laughs> and, you know, I remember thinking like, there's nobody here. I have, I'm not going to know anybody. I, their lifestyle is different. Yeah. They just don't have the same appreciation for the things that I value and um but I found my people yeah it was good and then uh you know but I was only there for four years too and then right. I went away to college and right. so it was all very short-lived uh notable Westboro High teachers or Westboro High experiences that mm. shaped you I had an English teacher I think it was my junior year I feel bad I can't remember her name now oh. but she was she was really wonderful she definitely uh it brought out like the writer in me and okay yeah what do you I write I I'm not really any I don't know. I for a while I wanted to write, but I yeah. it was just what am I going to write oh, about? I have no student, idea. Like a writer as a student, you mean or like brought you out what Yeah, I think she just uh val I think she put I, I guess she was just open-minded and okay. it was like whatever I wrote it wasn't oh, okay. about what I was writing. Right. She just wanted to make sure that I improved the writing. Oh, okay. I I don't know. I just felt like I had a good relationship with her. Yeah. I, it's funny. English was probably my least favorite subject in high school. But then my senior year, my English teacher made it my favorite subject. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's so telling of how great a teacher he was. Right? Yeah. He was entertaining. He was funny. Right. He, you know, he knew we didn't want to learn about it. So he made it as fun as he possibly could. Yeah. So when you went to, you graduated from Westboro High. And did you go to college thinking I'm studying education? I did. Or, I yeah. knew I wanted to be a teacher early as I was probably six or seven when wow. I first started school. And I remember like setting up my dolls at shoe boxes <laughs> and having little desks and teaching them. And um, so I always wanted to teach. I That was always what I wanted to do. And I went to Westfield State for a year for okay. education. I didn't have a great experience there. No. Um, and my now husband was in Afghanistan at the time. Was that, yeah, he was in Afghanistan at the time. So it was hard to make that. Like I was in that mindset of like, you know, this person that I love is going to, could die at right. any time. And here I am, like, there's people inviting me to parties. I don't, I wasn't into that. Like, it you was guys must have been really my... young when you got married. Were you even 20 yeah. yet when you guys I was got married? 19. Oh. Actually, Both I think it was a, a month before oh. I turned 19. That is crazy. Yeah. That's like my uncle. Yeah. My uncle was 18 when he got married, and his parents had to sign something so he could drink at the reception. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is nobody <laughs> asked us for that. <laughs> And they just at our so we had we got married in a courthouse and then like a year and a half later we had like our family yeah, big wedding, right. and I still wasn't of age but we we're here we are hosting a wedding and like part of the package was just like champagne toast I'm like okay nobody's gonna bother asking us about this it's kind of funny did you but, so was it not long after you got married he was shipped shipped off like what um well he was he was deployed in Iraq my senior year of high school wow so he had gone he graduated the year before me and he went overseas and that was like the first like initial invasion of iraq and all that wow. so yeah that that spring was a tough uh last semester of school because wow. just you're constantly thinking like he might not come right. home and at that point it's obviously like young love you know you're right. just obsessed yeah. with being with that person right. and you know um some people that, never outgrow that <laughs> yeah it definitely changes over time but it was the i think if it were me now it would have very different perspective yeah. on things but yeah. um then he came home for the summer. I went to college. Then he uh, was deployed again. I want to say it was October, sometime at the during the winter, maybe October through January. And then he was in Afghanistan for like six or seven months of my freshman year of high school, uh, college. All right. And are you communicating email 
Are you FaceTime? FaceTime there was, was nothing. Rare, brand new back then. There wasn't even a thing. Yeah. Um, and the when he did that tour in Iraq, there wasn't even mail. There wasn't even just there of the was secrecy n- of it. Nothing. Or? Well, there was no way to get it in and yeah. out of the area. Oh. So I think maybe he sent me one letter, and it was like two months after he sent, like mailed it. I received wow. it. So it was a lot of just the unknown. Uh, and then the second tour he did was more email, but. He was, I think at one point, then the, then the third tour he went on was on a ship. And in order to use an email you, or a phone, you had to wait in line for like a week, you know. That is insane. And so he's like, I'm not waiting. I, I'm like, it's fine. I wouldn't expect <laughs> you to wait that long. It's crazy, you know. So we just didn't really, there wasn't a lot of communication back and forth. And now he's home all the time. <laughs> That's good. He's done. He's done. Yes. So he's yes. not going back. Yeah. He did five great. tours yeah. altogether. Is, so it I was, was going to ask him yeah. five. That's it was a lot. That's like eight too many. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I know. And we were so young thank at the you, time. Thank you, Josh, for your service, by the way, <laughs> all the time. Like I said, I'll thank him randomly, like on a day, and he's like, "Oh no, don't worry about it." Like yeah, I was right. like, "But I need to. I need to thank you on a day where no one else does." Like, <laughs> so, at any point, were you, were you had, did you have kids, and he was away? Yeah, like, that was wow. the, during the last one. Okay. Um, let me think. So then. So we were living in North Carolina when he was in the Marine Corps. And I went, to, so I left Westfield State to move down there, get married. And um, I went to a community college down yeah. there, which was, by the way, for talking teaching, yeah. I had this one professor there who was phenomenal. Like, yeah. And I didn't care at all about what he was teaching, right. but he made me care about right. it because he was just so passionate about right. what he was talking about and he loved rocks like that was his thing i think it was like a biology class oh so it wasn't even education. And, and he and he was like it was one of some required science class yeah. and and i'm like oh you know whatever we're gonna learn about plants and cells and things and he would come in he'd be like you know sometimes i just pick up rocks and i want to identify them and i'm like okay tell me more about the rocks right, you love yeah, like right, it was right. just like it well, was engaging passionate about something right you have to listen yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great yeah so anyway so then uh i did a year there i think at community college and um it was great, you know. It took up time and yeah. it passed some classes, and that was it. And then and we moved home. First, and you said you were a aide, your first teaching job. Yeah, I, that it was still a ways off. Like we yeah. had a long uh, in between. It took me. We moved home. Yeah. Um. I had we had our oldest, and then uh, he deployed when he was about six months old, wow. and he was gone for a full year that time. Whoa. But I have That's... to say though, it was a lot easier with kids than without because you are busy with, all the right. time and if there's no else to worry about yeah and there's yeah. no time to to think about how much right. time has passed wait, wait being a mom takes up time <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit but uh yeah then um eventually i went back to school when we had our second one i'm like i have to finish this degree i'm not a quitter so good I was for like, you because a lot of people just be like well i'm a yeah. mom now right well, I'm also really stubborn, and yeah. everyone was like, if you drop out of school, you're you never going it, back. Right? I'm like, watch me. Watch me do I it. I love it when people I will say do that. It. You can't do that. You can never do that. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, I will. I will someday. And it was hard. You know, I worked. I was working at a nursing home um, with dementia oh, patients for six years, oh, my God. going to school and have we raised the three kids. Those, those jobs, that has had a huge burnout and like yeah like, it was uh, exhausting right? it was i loved it like yeah. i lost my grandparents before i was really like an, a full adult and so i didn't i don't i didn't really appreciate them how i you know right. could have had yep. i known them in adulthood and uh so i had all these like adoptive mm. grandparents i right. loved them they were great but to watch the decline was oh hard oh my god that's a, I, yeah. I mean 
just that you know I, I'll see you when you see that you just appreciate like wow my mental capacity yeah. is I'm fine so if you're having a bad day well at least you're thinking you're, yeah. you're thinking straight and you're right. able to walk around by yourself and yeah. you know and dress yourself right like, and they would they were they were very uh vocal about that too you yeah. know they'd be like appreciate what you have i'm right. like i know i do right, right, i promise right. <laughs> uh and they were they were wonderful i bonded with them like as you know as friends too and yeah. it was hard to watch them decline it was harder to watch the families yeah. suffer through that right uh but it gave me that drive of like this is why i'm in school though. i want right. the opposite want, end of right, this right, i don't want to see right. this end of life right. i want that beginning right part so but and then, it, so yeah. you, what was your first job in education? Yeah, I got a job um, as a paraprofessional. Um, at first, it was a one-to-one with um, a student who I'm still, um, I still am in touch with the mom and That's watched great. him. He's in high school now. It's pretty In Massachusetts cool. or yeah. is it still that? Okay. Yeah, still in, in town. And wow. it's just, it's, it's really neat to see uh, how far they come. But uh, Kindergarten para or what? This was first grade my okay. first year. Okay. Yep. And then I think I went to kindergarten the following year. So I was a pair there. I want. I don't. I can't remember. I was trying to remember this morning if it was like five years, six years there. Um, By the way, shout out to paras who are underpaid. Yeah, seriously. Like overworked. Absolutely, they are godsend. (laughs) They can't do that job. The teachers can't do that job without them. They they can't. I've told paras in Westboro. I'm like. Well, we want to get, if we really want more money, let's just have a power skip day and then yeah. be like, good luck. Mm-hmm. It's true. I, it's true. And the, 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 the aid that I have now, she's unbelievable. Yeah. Like she just is, I couldn't, I can't do that. Yeah. I couldn't do it without her. Yeah. I couldn't. So what's your, the, your current classroom setup? How many kids do you have? You have one para in the room? I have one para. With how many kids? 16. And how many of those are on IEPs? One. I want to say I have two or three right yeah, now, but yeah. but there are um, also on un- it's kindergarten, yeah. so, so there's you, a lot yeah, of have, yeah. stuff happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely need to compare it. Yes, yeah. Um, fails is like any any intensive need kids has a has a one to one. So like yeah, the the para there's pretty much a para in the, and teacher in the room all the time, mm-hmm. and there's like a floating para that just right. does copying and yeah, prep and, that's good. That's like, helpful. Right? That's helpful. Right, because in when I was at the preschool, paras do both. You do both. Yeah. You're in, you're in with that intense kid, but then you also go set up the center. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. We have one, the one that works in the classroom next to mine. She's just like super fast with prep stuff. Yeah. And she will take, and she takes things home. And we're like, you really can't Why take things home. She loves it and she wants to, okay. wants to help. But we're like, you have to stop. You're not paid enough no. to do this. You need to stop taking things home. Yeah. But she is, she's amazing. She's an artist. So she oh, just, okay. you know, makes beautiful. Everything yeah. that we give her turns out gorgeous yeah. so <laughs> you know we're thankful to have her too she's amazing and you've been at your current job for you just it's relatively new right? yeah this yeah. is my fourth year okay and enjoying the district and love it yeah that's i love awesome. it it's wonderful that's awesome it's amazing how um is it would you say it's mostly because your coworkers, your just the environment of the school or it's kind of like all those things. It's a lot of those yeah. things. I mean, where I was before was the coworkers I had were fa- fa- just fantastic people, yeah. and I learned so much from them, yeah. and I'm still friends with right. a lot of them. Um, so my my coworkers there too. Yeah, admin's yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's, I've had some experiences. Yeah. Did I tell you about the my experience with the Northboro Southboro? I don't think so. Um, so, I um, you know how they give you steps, right? Yep. So I was a para in a school in Northboro. I won't name it. It rhymes with Balgonquin. And, 
And they're like, you're on this step. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I, I got to, you got, I have this many years experience. Right. Like, or, so they're like, you know, the principal school was like, oh, it's not my call. And HR was like, no, you'd have to go to the superintendent to change that. So I did. I went to the superintendent and I was like, look, here's my resume. Like, why am I on this step? Well, and that's what she said. She said, any experience you have that's more than 10 years old doesn't count. I was like that. Those experiences don't expire. They're still in my head. Right. Like I'm still bringing that experience to the job, and that's why I'm really good at what I do. And she wasn't having it. Or just tell me it's not in the budget, then. Just say sorry. It's right, right. And that's pay. the whole thing. It's just right. just be straight up right, with me. Right. So I don't. Yeah. So that was nice. the time. That's too bad. She's no longer there. So yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's unfortunate. What yeah. are you currently teaching your kids about? Are we talking about cooperation? Are we talking about our feelings? Do you do um, we do second step care or? care time every afternoon? Okay. So we start right at day one, and yeah. um, last week was perseverance, and oh. um, next week next week sometimes we have like if there's a fun day coming up. So next week we've got Groundhog's Day. We've got the hundredth day coming up the week oh, after yeah. that. So we're doing starting a lot of our uh, Groundhog and and hundredth day stuff during that time, but. It's still main like we still read stories about the the topics that we've read or yeah. you know discussed and then um, after that I think we do kindness and. Uh, do you have I know, my experience and other teachers I've worked with in pre K and kindergarten. Do you have books that you love to teach and books you're like oh, I wish we didn't have to teach. Yeah. This what what are, what are your favorites and what are the ones you? Mm, there's so many good yeah. ones. <laughs> it's hard to pick favorites. Yeah. There's amazing ones. Um, the last couple ones we did, so like the curriculum that we are using, they determined doesn't have enough like rich text. And so we're kind of supplementing that with things that we feel are, are much better and which is great that we're allowed to have that, that little bit of freedom. Um, not entirely, we can't get rid of everything, but you know, if we can keep the same lesson and just switch out the text, it's wonderful. So one of the ones, I think the one in the, that the curriculum wants us to use is about planting a garden and we're like, it's January. We're yeah, not right, going to talk about planting a garden right yeah. now. We live in Massachusetts. <laughs> so, uh, we switched to Sneezy the snowman, okay. which is great. So then they, yeah, so they can do like, they do this cute melted snowman craft. We yeah. talk about hot and cold things and the difference and, you know, then it leads us into our science curriculum on, you know, states of matter. So we're like, well, in the classroom, it, you know, outside he's frozen, right, but right, we right, bring him inside, right, he melts, he's liquid right. and brings us to that. So that kind of all intertwines. And then they write about it. We do a cool melted snowman craft with uh, glue and shaving cream. If you've never done it, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, this week we did snowmen at night. So they get to imagine like where the what snowman would go. That's and, a good one too. Yeah. 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 So we yeah, try to keep I like it. the books that because they're like, whoa, could that happen? Mm. Like, wow, what if this happened? Yeah. Like, just yeah. make them think like that. Yeah, that's good. So we swap out some for some more seasonal appropriate <laughs> text. But And are you, like, what's, do you have freedom? Like, are you, like, with your schedule and what you do, or is it pretty, like, this is literacy time, this is math time, this is, like, how does that work? Yeah, at the beginning him? of the year, we can kind of design it how we want. But yeah. once we have found a routine that works, we tend to stick with it. Um, for just for ease of of the day and the routine, so we have the same routine every day. Okay. Unless there's a snow a day special, or a half a day event. or early release because of. <laughs> did you have snow. early release this week, or did we you did. have no school early? Release? We had no school Monday and then early release. Oh Wednesday. wow! We just had early release Monday and then nothing Wednesday. Oh, nice. But it was worse out where your school. There is, was right? nothing happened either. Yeah, day. they just. <laughs> they tried. They do. They their never best. happened when we were kids. They would never predict. No, they would never say you well, waited. Be, right, you, you wait to... till that morning, and you're watching the scroll bar on the TV, <laughs> waiting for. The... And Westboro was always at the end, uh, and then it would go to commercial. You're like, no. <laughs> Snow days are the best. Yeah, 
They're um, they're great, but I hate making them up in June. I'd yeah. rather like have yeah, them. exactly. Oh, I think right now our last day is a Friday, so I don't want any. Yeah, that stinks. You don't want to come in on a Monday. Mm-mm. And then and last Juneteenth. year, right? Last so year that happened to us. We had so it was so actually like Tuesday. two days almost. Like yep. right? Yep. One <laughs> half not, day. We have not had one. That was our first anything snow related on Monday. Yeah, we never. Same. We haven't had a delay or snow day yet. I think we had one delay. And then the early release Watch Wednesday. March just be like hell. It's going like, to be a March, Can we all agree March is the worst is educator worse. month of the year? There's nothing that happens in March. <laughs> it's St. Patrick's Day. We can't, you can't drink with the kids. You can't really <laughs> do talk, much. Teach the I kids have, about whiskey. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not one of those teachers that likes to have my classroom destroyed by the leprechaun. Like, I'm not into <laughs> is that. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, they'll come what? back and they're like, oh, no, the classroom was destroyed by a leprechaun. I'm like, you know, you have to clean. Who wants? I'm not cleaning that up. They make enough mess as it is. I'm not. Uh, do you do Valentine's Day? We do some some thing. We don't do like parties, Exchange. but no, um, no the kids Valentine can bring exchanges. stuff in. They bring stuff in, but okay. they just they we let them just they have do a whatever. little envelope thing. They yeah. put them all in and okay. that's kind of it. It's tough this year. I have a Jehovah's Witness, so we're kind of Ooh. I don't want to leave her out. Right. You know, um, and to be respectful of the family's wishes, it's like. And it's hard because everything is themed at this age. Right. You print something offline and it's got hearts or leprechauns right, right, on it. Right, and you're right, like, right. I have to use white out and just take it off before I make copies. So it's For a her, little... you mean? You, like she gets her own Jehovah Witness sometimes, anti-holiday version of the lesson? Sometimes it's just hers. But if I'm going to, like, if it's something they're going to use together, then I, I feel like I should take it off of what's everyone's. Their, but... So what's their argument about holidays? They're pagan? Is that why? No, they, they um them, they? they believe that Jesus Christ is the only person, like the only being that is um to be worthy cel- of being celebrated, uh, and so to celebrate anything else is basically like a anti, it's sinful. And they, Jesus, yeah, Jesus so doesn't like Valentine's or St. Patrick's Day. I know. It's oh, sad. that you know. I mean, you believe what you believe, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. It's just. But it just makes it harder on you. It makes it harder as a teacher because. In the older grades, I feel like if you're giving them a math paper, it's not going to have hearts all right, along right, the edge. Right, right. But in kindergarten, everything is so is the, right. themed because you want to make it. It'll fun. relate their mind to like what's going on, and you know, yeah, that. And then you know, when they finish, they can like, okay, now you can color, color the hearts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Work on your fine motor skills. Exactly. Um, so it's a little tricky in this age, but yeah, it is. Um, and you probably get the question like, why doesn't she sell it? Like, do you get those questions? We like, do. What? And, yeah. you know, but we do a lot around um, Christmas time anyway that talks yeah. about how every holiday is special as right. somebody. Right. And we do a lot of work around respect and diversity and at that time of year. So they, they kind of get that. And even at the beginning of the year when we're talking about who's in our families and what makes mm. us special. Right. Um, they're very, I mean, at that age, they're so open to yeah they don't care they, they're they just don't care they're just they, welcoming to everybody like right, oh okay right, right, that's what you right. do and this is what i do and that's right, fine right, just, right. that's why they're that's five-year-olds are my we favorite the, people uh, as we're walking up from inside a recess uh, walking up the stairs uh two of the boys were arguing about who can marry who no a boy can mm-hmm. marry a boy and a girl can marry a girl and like yeah. some of those conversations like yeah talk to mom and dad about that <laughs> i just like, try to give God, them a very basic they're yeah. like Mrs. Margaret, can a girl marry a girl? I'm like, they can as long as both girls want to marry each other. Then that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Like, then you have to be an adult. <laughs> You're right. That's the important. Oh, well, yeah. Though that's the end of that conversation. This this kid goes, well, boys. I think boys should. Marry. I'm not lying. He goes, I think boys should marry girls, and I'm gonna marry my mom. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
they do say the darndest things. They're wonderful. Like I'm sure. What 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 are some of your favorite? Like you have. Gosh, I I try to write them down because I forget yeah. them so easy. Yeah. So they're all in my Facebook. Like yeah, you know, on this day thing. The other day, I have one. He's just hysterical. He just comes out with the funniest things, and it's his bus was called, but they do a first call and then a second call. So at the first call, he lines up the door. And he's the only one on that bus. Was so just him, and he's one of the last buses. Just him standing by the door with me. And then they, I open the door, and the buses there were waiting for the bus driver to be ready to let him on. And and they do the second call, and he goes, "Oh snap!" And he just books it to the door. I'm like, he wasn't gonna leave without you. We were already standing here. There, it was just it's funny. So funny. The, the, they, my, I, especially the intense kids I work, with, or one intense kid I work with, so preoccupied about missing out. The FOMO mm. of some of these kids is unbelievable. Like, what are they doing? Oh like, yeah. <laughs> or like another teacher comes from another part of the building. Like, yeah. hey, can you come work with me for a minute? Yeah. Like, oh, well, can I come yeah, too? Yeah. No, you, can't. you don't want to go there. Yeah, no. that's extra work. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're funny. Yeah, they, they're. It's uh, you know that's why to me why not that education is my dream job but why i can do it is because every day is different even if you have the same schedule every day mm -hmm. is different you're going to hear something different yep. I, the other day or yesterday we had crazy hair day and i had my mohawk rainbow mohawk wig in this this girl and i love how they'll just blatantly just be like no this is what it is and she goes <laughs> she goes mr mcgrath i know that's a wig because you're bald and i was like thanks thank <laughs> yep. you yeah, yeah you're right thanks like thanks for the reminder <laughs> They say such funny things. I wish I could just recall all of them, at, yeah. at, you know, on demand. But I had one student one year um, when I was a para and she was, I think she will go down as like my favorite student ever. I know you're not supposed to have favorites, right, but, but I can't. You do. I help. Mean, and she had her own little special. I mean, every kid has special needs because every kid is unique and right, needs right. special things. But she was another, you know. She had a little bit of different um, learning styles and things without getting too into it. But she was so funny. And she said the funniest things all the time. And she was an only child, so she spoke a lot with adults. And she had this very adult way of, of communicating. Um, but So she would say things like, um, you know, I've got a very important lesson for you today. And I'm like, what is it? And she's like, don't ever stick a fork in an outlet. And I'm like, <laughs> did you did you do that? And she, Nope, daddy <laughs> yeah. kicked me out of the way just in time. I'm like, oh my God. She ordered, um, we had a conference with her mom one time. We She told us this funny story. She accidentally ordered a plane on Amazon <laughs> on her mom's phone. Like, you know those teeter-totter yeah, yeah, seesaw yeah. planes? Yeah. So the mom was at work one day and they're like, we have a delivery for you. Can we bring it around back? She's like, you can't what bring it through the door. And they're like, no, it's pretty big. She's like, what in the world is coming in for me? So it comes in and she's looking at the box. She's like, oh my God. And she had given her daughter the phone in the back seat to play with. And she went on Amazon and ordered this and went through. If you think about how many yeah, steps, like, you like add to right cart, buttons, select, right. buy was now. I'm accident? like, she couldn't read at the time. So how did she do it? Though. Like, yeah, I, it's just goes crazy. She had ordered uh, movie tickets one time, <laughs> and then she came in and told me about it. She's like, "I mom was mad at me today," and I'm like, "What happened?" She's like, "I ordered movie tickets for a random time on Tuesday." I'm like, "He just come out of this little kid. This is the funniest thing." My nephew, when my nephew was like three, I want to say, he figured out how you could DVR. He knew that sports was green, so he'd just go through anything with sports. My brother's <laughs> yes. like, yeah, I woke up, and there was four hours of a rodeo on our DVR. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Brendan thought it was a sports nice. thing he wanted to watch. Like, <laughs> you should have made him watch it. Yeah. This was what you yeah, recorded. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're going to like it. 
Speaking yeah. of things we like to watch, yeah, ancient aliens. It's so what fun. what got you into it? Like, did you? I don't know. Watch? I think we found it. Yeah, one time, and I'm like, "What on earth is this right, nonsense?" Right, and it was really that, like we said, passionate people are yeah. interesting to listen yeah. to. So listening to them talk, you're like, you couldn't help but pay attention and be like, "What? What are they saying?" Right, right. Uh, and it was, some it was of the same thing. Like yeah. I watched a couple episodes, and then like you don't want to like rush. It's Ancient Aliens is not one of the shows you're like rushing to people. Oh my god, this show is amazing! No. You gotta watch it. You kind of whisper like I was like, I, my friend Carl was like, Hey, have you ever, have you ever heard of Ancient Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> he but, was like, Yeah, I love it. I was like, Okay, great. But the fun like, part is when you find other people yeah, who exactly. have like you're instantly saying. like, yeah. Right, yeah. I know. It's crazy. So, <laughs> which is cool when you like. I went to the like conference or whatever yeah. it's called, and like every so everyone you're all talking like everyone has that vibe. Like, Wow, could, is this true? Who knows? Like, right, right. Um, but I want to say the first episode I watched, I think was about the pyramids and I was like, what? Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> it was the one I remember. Well, the one about the like power plant where they oh, were like, yeah. the pyramid is a yeah. microwave or something. Right. I'm like, what, <laughs> what are they talking about? And they're showing like water going through these tunnels <laughs> and beams into outer space. I'm like, yeah. this is ridiculous. But yeah. the more you watch it and what I love about it is not necessarily that I'm, buying into every little detail that they're saying but it's like the questions right. i like that it asks that question that makes right. you think like well then what is it right how did it get or there why, what is it for yeah, why did they do all that those things built at the same time lined up with the stars right. and with a means we don't know how they did like, right why and yeah. how how and it's like right was and we can't explain it it so. was something something phenomenal went on during the biblical times something right Who well knows? they wrote about it right exactly they, all a bunch of people and, wrote and it down different, and different i was telling this to mark different places in the, on the earth all were all writing similar things about something similar that happened mm -hmm. even if well, they were separated by oceans right. and they had no way of something happened mm -hmm. what the hell was it was it god was it aliens was it just nature right. Right. being a nature god right. like i mean you could argue right. anything really and i think when people hear ancient aliens yeah, they, they think about like little green men yeah. and you're <laughs> and like, like but it what if it's what if it's some other what if they're humans yeah what if they're just humans from another time just, another dimension yeah or yeah. just another planet that's so far away we haven't figured out how to connect um i just watched everything everywhere all at once i have not it, seen it's it a, it's a multiverse yes movie we've seen so, the yes i know the concept um, but I and the director seen. i think went to graduate westport high it might have been the same year as you i think were you 2006 no it was oh. 03 okay so he was in he was there at the same time as okay yeah, I'd have to look. Um, I saw that on the news thing. But that's another, you know, theory of aliens could just be from another universe or dimension mm -hmm. and just pop in and out. Um, who knows, right? I right. mean, there's some something happened back then and right. something is going on now. Yeah. And speaking <laughs> of aliens, <Yeah. laughs> so we're going to talk alien movies. Like oh, yes. way back, it was a 97 in Men in Black, right? Yes. One of the best quotes that applies to so many different aspects of everybody's life. At one point, Tommy Lee Jones' character says to Will Smith's character, he says, you know, uh, something like, you know, 500 years ago, everybody knew the earth was flat. Right, you right. Know, a week ago, you knew we were alone in the universe. You know, right. what are we going to know tomorrow? Right. And it's like that whole concept of like, you don't know what you don't know. Right. right. Um, I think a lot of people, I think Mark's one, won't believe until there's like a la mass landing and beings come out and say hi we're here yeah. and this is where we're from and this in public with people yeah. everyone's seeing you know i think but what if they're gone what if they were yeah, already that, they that already had their humankind it was, it was a one-off <laughs> and something happened to them right. like uh, they destroyed their earth and right. now they're gone right and now it's us like i like know? i like the idea that you said about it's other human they could be other humans in another 
who knows mm. what part they came from or what thing or time they came from right. trying to come back and study us or do whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, do you, have you watched the one? I don't know if it's... There's ancient alien episodes that are just about like close encounters of... Did you watch the one? You know the story about what happened in England in 1980. Have you... That story about the... It was a military base. And so all these military me. officials were like, yep, there was a triangle, triangular shaped thing. And it wasn't making any sound. And it made more... Like they had physical evidence of what the thing did. Mm -hmm. And yeah, people are like, well, no, it was the light. It was the lighthouse light off the water. Like just coming up with any explanation yeah. as to, to why that couldn't... But it's like, why would you guys make that up? Yeah. Like that's what I told Mark last night. I'm like, so either... UFOs are real or everyone's a liar. Like what? I mean, a lot of people are liars. Well, of course. I think but that's not a big, not everyone. But I think there's a lot of, there has to be a lot of nature things that we don't understand oh, that, fully that could that, be responsible for at least a percentage of some of those unexplained things. Right. So it's tricky to kind of place it all on, you know, it has to be aliens. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> right, like, right. who knows? What if there's a, um, some type of gas in the atmosphere we haven't discovered yet, and this is what's causing that. Like, I, I well, we were talking know. about antimatter, yeah, like yesterday. Like, what? Like, there's more of a thing that we don't know what it is than actual stuff, St right? So, right. like, what are we? What is the universe right. anyway? Right. Like, even in our own planet, I mean, yeah. so much of the ocean's unexplored. Right. Like, we don't even know what's down there. We could find a whole <laughs> other world down there. We wouldn't even know what's there. Well, that was like speaking of underground. The uh, ancient apocalypse thing was it Turkey that they they all those underground mm, somewhere some, in that area? Like someone got the idea that there was going to be a, a really bad apocalyptic event. Yep. From he said from someone in the sky mm -hmm. told him this is going to happen like Noah, but it wasn't Noah. And he said you better you better go underground and build a thing big enough to live off of. Yeah. And that's. All over Turkey, there's, I don't know how many of them, there's at least 15, I would say, at 10 to 20 maybe, of these underground cities yep. all around the same place because they, a sky person told them. Right. And then uh, the big flood or whatever happened. Right. Yeah. And then they didn't, the the current people didn't right. believe that that they right. thought it was just a story. Right. And but so then, then all of a sudden they were like, hey, here's one. <laughs> I mean, where's the rest of them? So it's funny that you don't, how much you don't know. It's right. It's cool to right. think about. <laughs> um. We we watched last week watched one of our favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. Mark, you'll love this one. It was called <laughs> Space Station Moon, about how the moon is hollow. <laughs> could be hollow. Could be could be hollow. Could be. Sounds yeah. ridiculous. Can't <laughs> wait to watch it. So my husband thought it was ridiculous too, but then halfway through, he like, like had his hands on his head. Wait, I don't know. I, I don't know no explanation to this. So so this is the thing yeah. about the moon. So. You mind if we talk about this? Like, I don't we care. love this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So, let me guess, it's filled with cheese. <laughs> I wish it were filled with cheese. That so, would the be popular great. the popular it. belief about how the moon was formed was the earth was forming and then this big mass of rock or whatever bashed into what the earth was forming and then just started spinning around and became our moon. Great. Let's say that's, that's true. That's just the general yeah, accepted right. science right. currently. What is what are the what are the I asked you this last night? What are the odds when that happened, the moon came out to be the exact shape and distance to make eclipses perfect, right? Because if the moon was too big, bigger or smaller or closer or further away from us, eclipses wouldn't happen. 
the way they do. But maybe, like, I mean, I, I have brought up that point to some people, and they're like, well, maybe that's just the math. The math right, right. worked itself out. To, yeah. to But to me, that sounds like crazy. That's crazy. And the moon also is an anomaly. Like, every other moon in the known universe, the universe we know, every other moon rotates, doesn't only show one part of its face to the planet, its host planet or wherever, its mm. mother planet or wherever. Our moon, you only see one side. It's like it's constantly yeah, yeah. It's glued with, to yeah. the and, same And this side. keeps you up at night. It doesn't keep you up at night, but like <laughs> it why? It makes you wonder uh, why. Out of all the moons yeah. we know, our moon is the only one that does that. Why? Like, you don't think that's odd? You're blowing my mind, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Our moon is different, and it influences us. Like, other it, moons don't yeah. influence their planet. Mm-hmm. But like you said, who knows what it is, but it makes you think. It right. makes you think about what... Obviously, there's aliens involved yeah. somewhere. Well, okay. Then they, in the episode, they were they also, against eclipses so, that were In the were episode, not they also show how when things are crashed into the moon, the moon vibrates like a bell. It, like, goes... Where, like... Yeah. A, solid rock solid planet wouldn't really it wouldn't so they they did a similar test on earth right and when you do it it, you know it has something to do with the you know the atmospheric pressure i mean space is a vacuum so we're talking it's very different on the moon but if you do this on earth you'll get use like the seismologist stuff i don't know all the technical terms for that so basically like with with earthquakes you know you would have um you'd see the vibration against the 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 earth for i think they said like a minute or two right, right? right. and and then it would die off right. depending on how large the object is right. it doesn't matter if it's huge or small the impact is gonna vibrate that section of ground for right. about two minutes right. only when they did it on the moon right. it was an hour right. the first time and then, and then three hours right. the, the subsequent second. time so the moon when they crashed a small not huge object into the moon yeah. for three hours it it resonated. had like a moonquake, yeah, is what they it called resonated. it. Like, something. obviously, it's aliens that <laughs> want to be discovered. Some that that's the paper well, trail. That's, that so the other thing in the episode Dave. is they show the astronauts coming back from after they went on the moon for the first time, which is life changing, worldly changing, yeah. like crazy. Let's celebrate! We did this thing. It was seems so impossible. And Kennedy's like, "We're going to the moon." Then they did it, and they come back to talk about it, and this is their faces. Like they're all like in shock or just like I don't know what. How would you describe like despondent? Yeah, just like they just were. Yeah, we like they knew the, they knew like, they wanted yep. to say more, but yeah, they couldn't right. or something. It's called jet lag, Dave. Look into it. <laughs> Maybe rockets. Rocket. Jet lag it's rocket. is What's no evidence lag? of an it's alien civilization. It's how rocket. long is the jet lag when you're returning from the moon? Right. It moons on the same. Yeah, I don't know. The moon does. does the moon have time zones? Oh my god. <laughs> I think it's weird how there's no water there. Well, then they have a space mission recently. They came back with like algae or plankton or something stuck to the outside of the that they think ship. crashed into it somehow, right? Or yeah, no? I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Well, we, just that, that's an episode, though. That's the other ancient <laughs> alien one that we were like some civilization shot a seed, right, or a thing that with oh yeah, the that other theory that landed on mm. the earth. I mean, who knows, right? right. That could have happened, right? Could have been. Um, Mar- the, the, Mark's with the Mark's believes like if they were out there they'd already be we would know by now like yeah. we would like there'd be there would have been some sort of public landing and I believe more are. in the radio 
Oh yeah, waves. What did you? Did I send you or you send me a thing about they just heard a radio wave? I didn't. Oh, okay. I don't think I saw that one. They just heard some radio wave from somewhere really far away. The problem is, it. I mean, it the distance. You're gonna lose time because right. of the distance. So this could, if if we're just hearing this sent, now, right, this could have been of years yeah, ago, right? right? At least thousands. Well, that was in in con the movie Contact. Did you ever see that? Yep. And then it was again the, in the signal we got was bounced back from the first signal that ever. Right. So in the beginning, did you ever see Contact? Yep. Yeah. It was like all the Hitler stuff, and they're like, "Oh no!" Like, are the aliens like Nazis? Right. And like, it was like, no, that was just that the was first old television thing that went out. They sent it back to let us know mm-hmm. they got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, which what Interstellar was yeah. basically Contact two point Yeah, it yeah. was the same yeah. idea. Yeah. And in that one, it, he goes out there, but he's when he comes back, it's it's been you know like thirty years, but he was up there for like an hour right, basically. Right, but right. so. If, and you think about it that way, it could have been. Well, they've they've kind of proved that time travel is possible, right? If you if you went out into outside of the Earth and traveled towards the speed of light and got to the speed of light, if you did that for two years, when you came back, it would be <clears throat> ten years. Or I don't mm-hmm. know what the math is, but yeah. So you can technically the they've proven that if you could do that, you could time tra- right. travel. There was a really good book about that that I read in high school, actually, called Einstein's Dreams. And each chapter was a different theory that Einstein had about how time worked. And one of them I just remember because it was this... And he builds these... In the book, the author builds these hypothetical scenarios. So... And he tells them like a story. So in this one chapter, you know, the whole world... Everybody builds their houses on stilts. And the higher up the stilt is, the, the slower time passes so that... If you like the wealthy people who want to remain young, right. they get the highest, highest houses. Right. And, you know, the people who then invent, you know, a ship that can launch them as high up as the atmosphere can take them. Right. They live up there. And then that way they're staying. Time moves slower. Right. So they're therefore supposed to be younger. And they only come down when they absolutely have to because they age every time they come down to Earth. It's kind ah, of a neat idea. Nice. It was a good book. Short. Oh, it was cool. easy read. So oh, you cool. get to it. It seems cool. more expensive than plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> time travel. Well, that's what I was saying. I don't like, think Einstein was predicting could, why, we had practice surgery. Why aren't there commercial flights flights to the moon? Right, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, there should it's, be. Right, yeah. we have. There should be they some company that. I mean, that the money in that would be insane. Who was supposed and, to build that space elevator? Wasn't that, that going to be a thing? My uncle was talking about that like ten years ago. That that's like died or something, right? But but why? Yeah. That's the thing. You would well, think you people saying, who like, did. Who who was telling me the the rocket? Rocket industry is basically designed to fail, right? Or they they're designed. Who was telling? It wasn't you. Was it you telling me about Boeing? Uh, they suck. Yeah. yeah, but how like basically NASA and Boeing are? They just want everyone to keep their jobs, so they think if they if they do too many, what what was it? It's it's not that they're trying not to advance. Yeah. It's just that they're they trying wanna, to keep they, jobs to, to sustain the, to the point right. that they make decisions that don't help them accomplish stuff in space what what sports space exploration should be they're kind of i mean and there's arguments about that for any company like you can argue the american cancer society really doesn't want cancer to be cured because oh shit then they'll stop what do we do now right (laughs) next (laughs) and their you know and their anti-cancer messaging hasn't changed in 30 years it's been (laughs) wear sunscreen don't smoke that's it Mm-hmm. That that's what you've come up with in the thirty years. Like mm-hmm. those are your best things. Like come on. So yeah, it's a lot of things. Right. 
But yeah, there should be. But private companies. I mean, right. think about like Elon Musk and and who's that guy from Virgin Air, Virgin Mobile, or whatever that yeah, Richard, Richard Branson. Branson. Yeah, and he. I mean, you think about that. They wanted to do like privately funded yeah. missions to space, and but why? Right. But what was the purpose? Did somebody pay him off to say, no, you can't do that? They want to meet aliens first <laughs> before everybody else. Or are they cut keeping people away from the moon but for a reason? Cut the That's first the, how, deal. Right, exactly. How many missions did SpaceX? There's like They do like X number of missions X number of missions a year. What is it? It's they're way launch, more than NASA. They launch in about yeah. once a week. And they're a private right, company. And NASA's job is to do that. And they're not doing They barely they do stopped. it. Yeah. It's, well. NASA is, NASA is funding SpaceX. Oh, so and, they, and, like, through grants or something? Or, yeah. uh, oh, okay. So they're like, here, we'll pay you to do better what we kind of... What we stopped doing. <laughs> well, did you, you... You probably don't remember the Challenger. You were very... I know. Like, I, you I, were, like, one. Or were you was that 85? Yet? That was the year I was born. 86. 86. So, yeah. So, so you old. weren't even one. Yet. Yeah. You, do you watch that in school? Uh, no, but I remember waking up the next morning... Yeah. Because it happened while we were at actually at school. Were you in Australia? Yeah. Oh, okay. So but like... I woke up in the morning in Australia. There was the cartoons weren't playing. At, like I always watch cartoons in the morning. Like, so it pissed you off. And I was Space like, Challenger what? explosion I was like, pissed the you hell? off. There's no cartoons. <laughs> and some damn teacher died. Who cares? Yeah. Right. So no, no offense, Chris McAuliffe. They were off. sad over there, I guess. Yeah. At least yeah. the adults were. Well, yeah. then I remember that. Well, so. I didn't watch it in school. People were watching it. I was in Armstrong in Westboro. Um, I believe Mr. Day Prey's class. You ever have? No, you were in here yet. Um, he, I believe his class was watching it, and someone came out and said the space shuttle blew up. And then, so I had that information, and I was passing that along to my friends. The space shuttle blew. Up. Guess what? They they thought I was. My friends thought I was joking. They're like, "That's funny, Dave." Ha ha. Of course it didn't. And. But it, it actually did Aww. with a teacher, first teacher ever who was supposed to. Yep. And then, do you remember all the bad jokes that followed? No, but I do remember a heck of a lot of promotion about this first teacher in yeah. space. Like it was yeah, wall it to was, wall for yeah. like weeks. Even in Australia, you heard about it. Yeah. Because um, I mean, she she was from New Hampshire and went to Framingham State. Like that's there's mm-hmm. like an award and everything at Framingham State named after her. So, it, especially here, it was a big deal. I mean, beyond like a normal shuttle launch, which yeah, it's probably have become boring. Yeah. They're like, oh, you got to see, but, this is the first teacher. This yeah. is like a civilian, like not a NASA person. Right, right. And, um, but like we said last night, do you know this? They knew it was going to blow up. No. Yeah. So, NASA, correct me. This is my Well, recollection. they knew there was a danger. They knew there was a danger. There were people that interviewed that said I knew it was going to blow up people that were so like NASA there's two companies NASA dealt with for rocket parts was Boeing one of them do you remember I don't know they... so there, there are two two companies that NASA dealt with for rocket parts and before they had to before they could launch the rocket they had to get the okay from these companies to do it they hadn't done a mission for a while so they're under pressure to actually get it done there was a huge deal with Krista McAuliffe being on and it was cold that morning in Florida. I'm not freezing, but colder than normal. And so they called the company and they're like, all right, we're ready to go. And the company's like, nope, it's too cold. You can't do the mission today. And we're like, look, we already got it. It was like once or twice it was delayed already. And NASA's like, look, you friggin' tell us we can do this mission today or we're going to go to that company for our rocket parts from now on. So the company caved and said, okay, you can do it today. Um, and then it blew up. Was there a movie made about that? A documentary. There's a documentary about that about mm. that 
story. Hasn't anybody made a movie out of that yet? Oh, like an actual movie? Yeah, there's a reenactment of that. Oh, okay. So you have watched of of basically this conference call, you know, going on, and the guys making all these arguments, like just because it's the engineers saying it's darker here when it's colder, like like more burning going on, and the guys like. Do you have any evidence that yeah. something that's blacker means right. it burn more? <laughs> yeah, and they they just were like what? <laughs> uh, like it was yeah, it was insane. Well, it's um, just like the um, I just watched the movie The Good Nurse, and then there's a documentary that goes along with it too. Mm-hmm. And the hospitals they just don't want to. They the look book at was it good. financially. I read the book last year. They just look great. at financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah financially better they for didn't us care. to just mm, they pushed him off same as the churches with the abusive priests well yep. it's better just for us to get rid of that mm-hmm. and be quiet about that than right. protect protect who we're supposed to be protecting right. like but it involves which is the so aliens many... right yeah, for, <laughs> exactly. as long as the aliens make out we serve <laughs> out them like gods they'll leave us alone well but that's so that's the ancient alien thing is that's one of the theories. The theories yeah. they, that's what would happen if aliens back then if yeah. aliens landed they would have been like these are gods they're yeah. not us. Right. They're coming from, from the, the sky. sky. That's where God is. And angels, you know, God lives in that ship and then the angels come down. Mm-hmm. Like, that's and a lot of it is interesting when they talk about, if you read the text that it's written, it, you know, it's like a chariot and, yeah, and it's fire. got flames <laughs> and you're like, the wheel within a wheel. right. And you're like, but that sounds like a spaceship <laughs> <Yeah>. to me. <laughs> I don't know. And then you're like, oh, they came down in this thing that was shiny and yeah. gold. And yeah. you're like, okay, it's metal. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not always what they consider to be angels right. maybe it was just another being we had a place. hope lodge guest who was very religious and he always talk about angels and he's praying to his angels and his angels would save him and i was like well you know buddy <laughs> angels are, alien. Extra, are extraterrestrials <laughs> i said, didn't say alien i said ex- angel, angels are extraterrestrials do you know that? he's like no they're because in his mind he's thinking green yeah alien little person. green men he's yeah. like no they're not i was like yes they are i was like if you believe in angels they're beings from somewhere else that come to Earth. Right. That's what an extraterrestrial is. Yes. Right. Whether you think it's from another planet or heaven. Right. It's heaven's still... another thing, if, mm-hmm. if plane of existence. If they're coming from another place, they weren't from here to here, that's what they are. Right. You right. didn't want to but hear a lot of, it. That's the, if you get into the actual <laughs> definitions of a lot of things, right. that's, that's how it is. Right. You don't, once you define it, right. then people are like, all right, you're not well, as like, crazy universe, as I thought you might have been. Universe. Uni, it's one it's right. We're all in it. It's just one thing. Like we're all well, same with of... the word UFO. Like everyone always thought aliens. Right. It right. just is but unidentified. It just, it just means yeah. unidentified. Right. Yeah. Right. But people, when you say that, then it's well, you're talking about crazy because there's no thing. There's no such thing. Even though right. the Pentagon said it. Right. Well, because it's ident- it it's unidentified. Well, that's that, all it that's is. This is something thing. I don't know what it, it is. Figures, I see it up there. Like the summer of 2020, when pandemic was hitting everyone hard, is when the Pentagon would be like, "Oh, by the way, UFOs are real." Like, because no one, no <laughs> yes. one, Shh, don't tell me, no one cared. Right. And no. murder hornets. <laughs> I remember, like, you gotta wait till in- Independence Day four yeah. comes out. Well, uh, I re- and then... well, that, that's part of. It. Did you watch that Ancient Aliens too? Where they're talking about where basically movies are programming us to get ready for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Seen that one. Which uh, you could argue that's, who knows? You've right? been watching too much X Files <laughs> lately. <laughs> I don't. I'm actually not an X Files fan. I saw, I saw the movie, the first, I think they've done another one. You they, would like it. Yeah. It's dated, though, now. Yeah. It's, I, I, I watched There's it. There's one guy in there who's 
control has his finger on the button and everything. I yeah, the guy what, with the yeah. cigarette, right? Yeah. Smoker yeah. man. Yes. And I he's in a conference room there, and they just casually say, so who do you want to win the Super Bowl? And then they, all right, this, Punch this team of just yeah. and writing down mm-hmm. all this stuff. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to think about, like, if if there are aliens, are they influencing us? Or were they our creators? Right. Like, or are we, that's the other thing, are we in a just a program? Did, mm-hmm. did something just start a program, and that's what we're in? I've, I've had this talk with you I feel before. weird that I'm in a room with two educators right now. <laughs> <laughs> who the, are believing the, this stuff. It's not, so the point is, I think that's <laughs> that important to note, though, think, is that when you're an no educator, right you, have yeah, to, right. you have to have this mindset right. of like, oh, right. I'm always going to be learning, I and I always want my, my students teachers to learn. to have knowledge. Do you, have, do you ever have the kid that tells you they know everything already? Oh, of course. I, I'm always, I always, I always in the back, my back pocket, I'll be like, so what's episode five of Star Wars called? <laughs> I don't know. So you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> and, and then I did once. I was like, all right, what's Batman's real name? I don't. Oh, it's Bruce Wayne. So you didn't know. Like, <laughs> it's just important to like. I think they know. They there's so much they don't know. Right. For them to hear from adults too. We don't yeah, know right, everything right. either. And you know, it's okay, but we just you keep learning and all keep the asking. time. I mean, that's the great thing though. Keep always asking ask, questions. Right? Do they ever ask you about my kindergarten students students have asked me about ghosts and aliens? Oh yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, Yep, I think both of them are real. Yeah, and they're like, course. What? Yeah. <laughs> ghost is a whole separate thing. Like, it's like don't give me start on Mr. ghosts. Mr. Rath, Mr. Rath, I want to hear your ghost story. Like <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I have a lot of ghost stories. It's good. Oh, share one. Oh, uh, let's see. Well, it started. I was at my friend's house in Westboro. Yeah. Okay. And this, I don't think I'd ever put any thought into it before. And then I was at her. I had met her, you know, a couple months prior. But this is the first time I'd spent the night at her house. Yeah. And um, her room was in the basement, like a walkout basement. And it's the middle of the night and I'm like, I wake up out of nowhere. And of course it could have just been, you know, I'm in a strange place, whatever. Yeah. And I'm looking at the bottom of the stairs. There's like this shadow man standing there. And he, I could tell, like, I could see like he had a hat on. Right. He was this big, big guy, but her mom was divorced. Right. There was no old, like adult male living in the home. And to me, like knowing it was a walkout basement, I start freaking out right. that there's like an intruder. Right, there's right. somebody in this house. And I'm like, crouched down sleeping on the floor next to her bed and so i'm like maybe if i just lay really still he won't see me here and i start freaking out and i like closed my eyes and pulled the covers up and started like breathing really slowly and i went to peek out again and he was gone and i was assuming that he like walked somewhere and so i'm like trying to like gently wake her up to be like oh my god we have to get out of the house like there's somebody in your house and um she wouldn't wake up and it was like all night i was awake the rest of the night and then the next morning her mom's like how'd you sleep and i'm like Honestly, I really thought there was somebody came in in the middle of the night and she's like, oh, yeah, it was a big tall guy with a hat on. I'm like, <gasps> what? And she's, she's like, like yeah, that's him. the dude. We have him in our house. He's a, he's the ghost. I'm like, Thanks for you could have told me. Like, you could have like, told me you had a ghost oh in your gosh. house. They're like, well, you wouldn't have believed us anyway. I'm like, How I don't know. Uh, I was like 15 maybe. Well, because you think you're going crazy. At least 16. I did when I had mine. I'm like, yeah. When I saw an orb flying through the room, I was like, I, okay, so either I'm just crazy right now or that's what just happened. Yeah. But then, like, when you get confirmation from other people, you're like, oh. Yeah. So I'm not. <laughs> like, well, and that happened. Josh and I were in one of the houses we lived in, and we were sitting on the couch one night watching TV, and there was a, um, there was like a half bath with the laundry area yeah. right off the kitchen. And we're sitting there watching TV, and all of a sudden, we swear we we both turned to one of these and then we realized the other person that each other had had also seen whatever yeah, that yeah, was yeah. 
and we're looking at each other like what was that and it was it looked like a child and so we were like all our kids are upstairs they were all asleep like it couldn't have been ours and um how would they have gotten down without us we we had been a couple hours and so we're sitting there and it was like a head and shoulders kind of like peek out from the door and back again and what was weird was that we both did yeah, we yeah, both yeah, looked yeah. and saw it, so it was. It was. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows <laughs> right, what who knows? it is? Well, like right. I, you know, speaking of like kids we work with, especially intense kids, I've always had this. All our senses are on a some sort of bandwidth, mm-hmm. and every you know things you can sense are also there are different bandwidths, and everyone has whether it's talking about ghost or a color mm-hmm. or a noise or the feeling of your hair getting cut. Everyone has different sensory experiences and yeah. To intakes things differently. Right. I think ghosts are the same way. I think. Yeah, it has to be. There has to be something. I mean, you think about. People are more sensitive than others. You think about I think energy. They built those pyramids, Dave. That's, <laughs> ghosts. Maybe it was the ghost. Still trying to aliens. figure it out. What do ghosts, ghosts need with the pyramids? Ghosts built the moon. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's who built the moon. All right. On that thought, our hour's about up. I think that ghost building the moon is a great <laughs> ancient aliens episode. <laughs> Alyssa, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks. Hope you had a good time. I did. It was fun. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good day.